Welcome to the Potter Discussion. Welcome back to the Potter Discussion, discussing Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, and the Wizarding World Phantom. I'm your host, Oscar, and this is episode 218. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today on this lovely day. It is, of course, a pleasure to be recording to you. Today, we are talking about the funniest characters in Harry Potter. This is an idea from a listener. Haley, thank you so much for emailing in. I really value your feedback. I'm so glad you enjoyed the show, and it is really my pleasure to make an episode about your suggestion. So thank you for emailing this in. If you would like to have your idea featured on the show, if you have any feedback or if you have anything to say at all, I would very much appreciate it if you emailed in thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. I read them all. I respond to them all. It is really amazing to hear from listeners so if you have anything to say absolutely do that and of course reviews are another great way to do that i see every single review you can leave a five-star review on apple podcast spotify or podchaser i read them all so thank you everyone who does any of that but yes today we're talking about the, the the funniest characters they are ranked i have chosen seven characters as we can so so we can talk about them all in length and they are ranked from seven to one one being the funniest of them all and seven being pretty dang funny but not up there so this is definitely going to be a fun and funny episode i might say because there are definitely a lot of really funny characters in this in the story one thing I will say is a lot of this is based off of the film because most of the comedy that comes from a lot of these characters is kind of, you know, more of the, you know, the physical comedy, you know, like expressions or timing or just, you know, mannerisms, like things like that. Those are the things that are like really, really make these these characters pop. But of course, they cannot be themselves without the book. So definitely there will be a few instances when the books come up, but mostly based on the film. Okay, I think that pretty much covers it. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Kicking off today's episode at number seven. Who is it? Well, in my opinion, the seventh funniest character in the entire Harry Potter series is Kingsley Shacklebolt. And this is definitely one that I think people know as you know he he has he has this reputation but i don't think it's you know it's it's not formidable enough to put him higher on the list however number seven is not too bad in the slightest in my opinion the reason why kingsley is such a funny character is his one line in the order of the phoenix it's when Dumbledore is makes his makes his grand exit in front of of Dawlish and Kingsley and the minister and Umbridge and you know I think it's House, it Harry maybe even Percy is there so you know it's 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 such a good scene of course from, well, really from the beginning they are you know talking and Fudge says all right you know Dumbledore we're off to Azkaban and Dumbledore goes, oh, I thought we might get here, and I'm not going to come quietly. And Fox, on cue, I might add, very good job, Fox. Fox flies down from the rafters. Dumbledore collapses hands over his head. Fox meets him in midair, and boom, in a flash of fire and flames and heat and light, and everyone's blown backwards, and Dumbledore's gone with just a phoenix feather left on his desk. It's a very exciting scene, and... 
it is such a perfect ending for Kingsley just to say, oh, minister, you might not like it, but Dumbledore's got style. That's just, <laughs> that's such a good line. It makes me laugh every time, especially because of, of Fudge's reaction, because you can definitely see, like, of course, you know, he, did, he didn't say anything. I mean, I, I, I imagine they had to not put anything, you know, in the space after the joke so the audience could laugh. But his expression, Fudge just looks at him and is like, Oh yeah, I can I can understand that. Like I think Fudge is definitely still still an admirer of Dumbledore, even though you know he's so adamantly opposed to his ideas in the in the uh, in the Order of the Phoenix. But it's still really funny to see how Kingsley just you know <laughs> delivers that line, and then they like share a look, and like the way Kingsley's eyes are wide, like you can you can see like he is like he's not even trying to hide his admiration at that point which is it's funny i think umbridge i think he knows umbridge is like oh he's too focused on getting dumbledore to really focus on you know him or you know what he's what he's saying or what he's thinking and everything like that so it's it's really funny to see him just rooting for dumbledore in front of everyone i think that's like maybe why this line is is all the more funny because kingsley is part of the ministry and he's definitely part of the departments and he he's he's a cog in the machine but he's also part of the order and similar to arthur he definitely can gather some inside information perhaps and it's definitely a very good way of 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 doing things and it's it's definitely funny to see how you know as much as he's a part of the ministry he's perhaps even more so a part of the order and it's 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 always amusing to see that come through and how he's 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 not even trying to hide it he's just he's just kind of going for it which is it's so funny just like they don't they don't, they, they just kind of let him go you know kingsley just is kind of him and he i think he's very good at magic which might also help and he is uh very skilled and i think it's he's a he's a he's a nice person to be around which is why they don't really think of him as part of the order or anything like that and that might be why he's just so openly just supporting Dumbledore so I think that's you know probably the reason why this line is so funny because of course it's such a well-written and well-delivered line but also it's just such a you know it's so shocking you know Kingsley's just like yep that's a pretty he's a pretty cool guy that like like what are you like aren't you part of the ministry aren't you supposed to be like completely opposed and fudge is standing right next to him and fudge just like looks at him which i think you know might be also part of the look that fudge gives him you know it's kind of a it's, it's part like what are you talking about and part like oh yeah you're so right like it's just everything about that everything about that you know the 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 delivery and everything to do that is just such a well written and well delivered scene. I am I am just very very uh, confident in my choice of Kingsley here. Of course, he also has a few other lines, and really, I mean, I think that's that might be his best moment, his best line. But also, like in the elevator previously, you know, I think that's really you know you don't really see him a lot. But when we do, it's always, you know, really, really good acting. And I think the um, delivery especially is is great. And I think that is a theme that we're going to see for a lot of these different characters is a lot of the time, you know, they could deliver the line completely differently and the the entire scene would be 
completely different. So really, there's there's a there's a huge you know there's a there's a huge difference between a good line and a good delivery. And I think when you have both is when you get these lines like Kingsley's, which is why it is just such a perfect scene, such a perfect moment. But that is number seven, Kingsley Shacklebolt. Moving right along to number six. Here at the number six position, I say we have a character that's pretty well known that I think we all expected to be on the list, but there is a caveat here that I will explain. So number six here, we have got Ron Weasley, and I think it's definitely no surprise that he shows up here on the list. He was given a a wonderful character or some wonderful lines. I think mean, he's definitely meant to be the you know comedic relief in the story, and that is that is that is apparent in the book for sure. However, in the film, it is not so much. And I think that's why he's not higher up, but that's also why he's not farther down, because I will say. I think he gets progressively less funny as the story goes on. I'm sorry to say it. I'm sorry to say it, but I think that's the truth. I think Sorcerer's Stone Ron, Chamber of Secrets Ron, and Prisoner of Azkaban Ron, those are the, you know, peak of comedy Rons here. But as, you know, he gets into the Goblet of Fire, it's like, uh, as he gets into the, you know, Order of the Phoenix, it's like, uh, it's like, it's, like, it's, it's just, it's, it's definitely a roller coaster, definitely going down the dip there. And I don't I don't know if it's like for any specific reason. I just think Ron as a kid, you know, his you know, Ron Ron is definitely someone who delivering lines is much better, you know, working for his character when he's when he's young. And I think that is maybe why it's just so much better. And he but he definitely had some really good moments as as uh you know in the film, which is why I think he is, you know, even on this list. I think when, you know, Quarrel runs in, he says, There's a there's a troll in the dungeon. Ron screams like that's such a it's such a, you know, real scream. It's it's very, very good. I think also another moment that pops to mind is in the uh, the Chamber of Secrets. I think it is when Harry and Ron go into the Forbidden Forest and <laughs> they see all the spiders and Aragog and Ron is losing it. Ron is so, so scared. It is just, it is so funny to see Ron, you know, <laughs> I think my favorite line of that whole scene is, you know, yeah, like Ron like turns the hair and he goes, can we panic now? Like that's really funny. It's funny because he's 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 holding it together, and it's really really valiant. Honestly, what he's doing. I mean, spiders are really his worst fear, and when he when he's forced when he's forced to face them, and he's in the forest, and there's all these horrible huge spiders, and there's the big the biggest spider in the world just facing him, and he 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 asks Harry permission to start panicking. That's just so so funny. And the the the, uh, the timing there's also great. And then when the car like bursts out of the bursts out of the trees, he just goes, the car, he like screams and jumps in. Like it's such a funny, such, such, such a good sequence in such a, such a tense moment, which is always needed. And also, um, another, oh God, that's, I was like, there was one that I was like, I, I could hear him saying it, but I couldn't make out the words and I couldn't make out where it was. But I now I know what it is. It's in the the Sorcerer's Stone when they go down the trap door and they jump onto the Devil's Snare. 
<laughs> it's the funniest part of that, that that whole sequence, in my opinion, is when Hermione sinks down, and Ron's like, oh, Hermione, and and then Hermione's like, you ha- you you have to relax, you have to relax, you know, it's trying to constrict you. If you just if you just stop moving, you know, but if you if you keep panicking, it's gonna like close your, you're gonna die. And then Ron, the, the best part is Ron just goes, oh, now I am really relaxed. Like <laughs> that's another one that really makes me laugh every time because then you can really see him start to panic even more which is just like oh come on ron like you can you you can do it and then when harry you know does it you can see he like his eyes are scrunched he he forces himself to stop moving and then he drops through (laughs) and then ron starts panicking ron goes ah harry like as 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 harry's like dropping through and then uh hermione has to uh you know cast a light charm and then then the plant you know drops him <laughs> and then it goes ah oh, wow thank gosh for thank gosh for that and then <laughs> and then Harry goes oh thank gosh Hermione pays attention in in uh, in herbology so just so many funny so many funny lines there so I think that that scene definitely shows that Ron can definitely be a really funny character and it's 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 for sure that he is I think in the Prisoner of Azkaban, he definitely has uh, some more good moments. In uh, in the Shrieking Shack, that's a that's a that that's a fun one. When uh, he's like, "Oh, it's not a dog, it's him, it's him." And he's like point, pointing his finger, and his voice is shaking. That's that's that's. I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but <laughs> it's it's really funny. <laughs> I think another moment in the Prisoner of Azkaban is oh I think oh yeah for sure my I think my favorite moment in the Prisoner of Azkaban is probably in the hospital wing when Harry is uh, well I think it's, it's not when Harry when um, Harry and I think it's when Harry and Hermione get back and they're talking to Dumbledore and Dumbledore like pats Ron's leg really hard <laughs> and, like it's like broken and you can just see Ron go like oh. He's like trying not to make a noise because he knows Dumbledore doesn't mean it. That's just such a such a funny scene. I mean, because of course, like that's an example of like the physical comedy in the film that we don't get in the book. I think without you know we don't we don't we would not get that moment if it was not for the film and not for Rupert Grint's acting. So good for him. Good for the film. I think the moment was definitely outlined in the book, but the film really brings a lot of those those fun moments to life. So I think. That pretty much covers it with Ron, but let's move on to number five. Moving on to number five. This is this is a character that is really only funny in the movies, but oh my gosh, is it such a good one. Here at number five, we've got our friend Argus Filch. Mr. Filch, what a what a guy he is. What a guy. He is such a funny character in the films. There's everything about him. I mean, even even the scenes when he's like trying to be nasty is just the funniest thing in the world. And I think he has so many good moments. He has so many funny lines. But honestly, I think it's not the lines that really makes his character. It's really, you know, the physical comedy of it and like the things that he does and his expressions. Those are really what what make his character pop. And that's a no small part to to David Bradley's experience. I think he really knows what he's doing and he really knows how to how to work the camera. And that really shows. So let's let's go through some of Filch's best moments. I think let's start at 
Hmm. Oh, I mean, of course we've got. <laughs> I. I. It's got to be my favorite. My favorite Filch moment is in the Deathly Hollows. It's when it's in the Battle of Hogwarts. Like you all know what I'm talking about. This is just. It is just too perfect. And Filch comes running in. You know, of course, all the students are are in the Great Hall, and you know, Filch runs in the Great Hall. He goes, "Students out of bed. Students in the corridors." And then God goes, "They're supposed to be there, you blithering idiot." And then just the silence, as like that processes in his brain, just like, "Oh, sorry." And just walks out like that's just it's just such a such a funny sequence because and again like the they're so funny because there's something behind all of them and behind behind this one we can see if, I mean it's really Filch's lifelong work of trying to maintain order and trying to keep the students in check and he does that by you know making sure that they all are there there are no people out of bed at night and there is nothing you know there's nothing nefarious there are no feigned frisbees in the corridors and then, you know, his worst nightmare happens. He wakes up, he hears commotion, he looks out of his of, of his office and he sees, you know, <laughs> students running everywhere. And I can just imagine like the pure panic, but also like like the the like adrenaline and the, you know, is like his, he I, I bet he was thinking like, this is my time to to take back control of the school. I'm gonna rise above the noise. Like I bet like he, this is like the peak of his career. You know, if like this is like the equivalent of him writing like his like PhD thesis in his mind because like this is you know his whole life is worked up to this you know all the students are out of bed he has a chance here he's gonna take it he runs out of his office he runs the great hall he goes the students are everywhere I get like I will take them all and then the con is like oh no that's that you know it's all right and he's just like oh okay it's such a funny moment I crack up every time I watch it and it is such it was it's for such good reason and then, then he just turns around and walks away <laughs> like it's like what does he do after that does he just go back to sit in his office he's like oh all right and he just goes back and sits down and just like I don't know man it's just such a such a such a good one uh some other thing I think also in the order of the phoenix he has some some good moments because of course with the rule of umbrage uh Filch has a lot of freedom to to you know experiment he he can he can do anything and I think his uh you know, nailing all the educational decrees to the wall. That that's that's fun with the ladder. You know, he's turning her back and forth. All the students to duck under it, and also when he's like nailing the things in, and you like every, every single like as the ladder gets bigger and bigger, and it gets higher and higher, and he start you know nailing these these like wooden uh, frames to to the stone in like the rafters. He's climbing up this like rickety ladder. It's like shaking. We can see the bottom of it moving. You know, g- coming off the ground a little bit as every single step he takes he gets to the top he has his hammer he goes he hits it and he rocks back and he rocks back and then he hits it again and he, and it's such just it's so it's so good i mean it's it's a very old that's a very old style of comedy you know i mean very you know uh very a uh, very very 20th century so that's that that was, that was another very very funny moment i think also with mrs norris i am a huge fan of fan of cats huge huge fan of animals in general and mrs norris you know such such a perfect companion for him but also i think just to see their relationship you know it's like funny to see how you know how horrible and cruel snape or snape 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> how horrible cruel Filch is to the students. And to see how much he loves and cares for Mrs. Norris, you know. They, like, they're, they're, they're dancing at the Yule Ball. They are never separated. Mrs. Norris is kind of the, the watchdog, if you will. And a Filch follows behind. And, you know, he talks to her. He's like, oh, are the students here, my sweet? He says that a lot. It's just very, very funny to see their relationship. So Filch is a is a is a deserving member of the funniest characters, but I think we should move on if we can fit all these people in. Now, moving on, we've got number four, and here we have our one and only Albus, Percival Wolf, Brian Dumbledore. This is a deserving spot right here. I think Dumbledore is such such a talented character of course he's got the magic in him but he's also got the brains and he has got the jokes and that is certainly a michael gambin specialty here we can really see his expertise coming through and it is such a a fantastic character so what makes dumbledore so funny well i'm gonna be honest it's his age because a lot of the jokes that he makes and a lot of the things he says, you really wouldn't expect, you know, someone like him to say. Someone, you know, of course, in his, you know, what is like in his like hundred tens at this point, he's like he died. He's when is he like when 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 does Snape kill him? He's like, I looked it up once. I think the 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 number isn't specific. It's like hundred twenty. You know, it's like it's a it's a lot. So Dumbledore is very old, and I think what that kind of adds, you know, he's a very young spirit, and what we really get from that is, you know, seeing his his youth is uh, very, very funny. So what are some of the best Dumbledore moments? Well, I think part of the reason why Dumbledore is such a funny character is because a lot of it is unintentional, and a lot of the, you know, humor comes from just, like, not, not, not the jokes, but everything in between so of course we've got the classic we've got in the hospital wing in the sorcerer's stone dumbledore goes oh you cannot go wrong with a good toffee uh alas earwax that's that's such a funny one especially to see how how happy he is with it like earwax is like a treat to have of course uh even though it is absolutely not but that's a good one i think also he in the in the chamber of secrets this also comes across in the book when he's like you broke about 50 school rules i cannot be more you know i this is just horrible i, I cannot believe you've done this so anyway congratulations <laughs> like he just then he then he like goes into the whole like spiel of giving them like awards and points and this and that and like <laughs> it's just like such like a like like just going from one thing to the next is 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 really good and i think also i think the scene with kingsley that we talked about at the beginning of this episode in in his in his own office in the order of the phoenix that's another good one where the minister's there and of course kingsley's there and the the, the whole gang is there and fudge says all right dumbledore i'm sorry but this is good this is this is the end of the line i think you have to go to azkaban now and dumbledore goes hmm i you know i thought we might get there like it's like you know like he's having a nice a nice wonderful discussion over a cup of coffee at at his local coffee shop he's like yeah i thought we might get here but um i don't think i'm gonna go uh, what's the phrase he was i'm not gonna go come quietly and that's just you know you know something's coming and it's like oh yeah and then he does this whole fire phoenix thing and that's 
pretty cool. That's a pretty pretty funny one. But he just he just has a bunch of moments here. It's like like for like for example, it like I don't know why it sticks in my mind so much. I it might be I can't remember. It might be the fourth or fifth film uh, when Harry and Dumbledore are talking, about, or maybe it's even the sixth. I don't know. But I think Harry and Dumbledore are talking about like finding Horcruxes and. Dumbledore says, like, oh, you know, I've got this memory. It's, like, there. It's, like, right there. And then it slips away. It's maddening. And then he sits down. And you can, like, it's it's such a relatable moment there. He's just, like, God, he just sits down. Like, that, like, it's not, it's, like, it's not supposed to be funny at all. But just seeing that, like, I just, like, I, like, I feel that so much. And it's just so funny to see how well his feelings are translated into his actions. I think, you know, I would much rather have someone be able to really act like their character than speak like their character, which are very different things. So Dumbledore is, is a deserving number four. But I think we should move on to the top three. Coming in at number three, we have got the one and only Neville Longbottom. What what a character that guy is. Matthew Lewis is such a fantastic fit for this role, and I think his, his contribution is really one that sticks. There are so many moments that I really love of Neville's, and let's highlight a few. So I'd say probably... Uh, Man, it's hard to say my favorite. I think my favorite has got to be, again, in the Deathly Hollows, just like Filch, in the Deathly Hollows when uh, Neville is running along the bridge, you know, when he says, like, oh, you can't, you can't get us, you and whose army? Uh, it's uh, kind of taunting the Snatchers, you know, the the uh, group in the Forbidden Forest. And then, you know, we have that scene and we're like, oh, wow, good for him. They, we, we cut away and we see Voldemort and then, you know, Voldemort says, all right, let's 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 do it. And all the Death Theaters raise their wands and they cast a spell and it all hits the force field around the school and pop, there it goes. And then <laughs> the head Snatcher, you know, had, takes his wand he sees, oh, there's a there's a piece of the shield floating in the air. I wonder that what that could be. And he takes a step, and Neville's just like, oh no. Takes another step, and then he screams, and the entire army runs forward. And Neville turns, or he turns right around, and he bolts down the bridge. And they're all running out from their firing spells, like the spells. Neville's firing spells behind him. What he does, he 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 casts a spell to on the bridge that you know splits at at uh, all like the intersections and really start it it uh, starts to explode. And the bridge is really just is is just destroyed. And Neville's running, running, running. He jumps to the bridge, collapses. He's gone. And everyone's standing there's like, oh my gosh. But then he sees hand. He grabs up. He does like a huge pull. Up, he shoves himself over. And then I, the, my favorite line, the whole thing, he goes, oh, that went well. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but that is just, that was just such a funny moment in my mind. That was just so good. And I think the reason why is we can really see Neville kind of coming out of his, you know, shell of you know, being this like little little kid who couldn't do magic. I think this is really one of the most first. It is one. Well, I'm sorry to say, you know, the final film is really one of the first times we really see him casting real spells and really, you know, seeing him uh, taking on the world. And I think this is definitely one of those moments. And to see him say, "Oh, that went well," it's just like him saying, "Like, oh gosh, the first thing I do is just a disaster." But it wasn't that bad, I would argue. Maybe he, you know, 
got got a little bit of it, but maybe he uh, but he did make it out. So that's not the worst of it. But that was just such a such a good moment in my opinion. Also, of course, the fame. I think I think probably probably the most famous. Uh, he has a, he's a lot of really famous ones. I'd say the two most famous, you know, Neville comedy moments are one in the Goblet of Fire when uh, uh, he gives Harry the gillyweed, and uh, well, of course, it it starts with um, and Harry goes, okay, you know, and you're sure this will work, and Neville's like, yep, I think it'll be about an hour, and then Harry goes, you think? And I was like, well, I'm I'm not sure, and we're like, oh god, like Neville, of course he chooses this moment to just, you know, blow up the entire thing, and then, but the, you know, the moment that I'm thinking of is when Harry uh, eats the gillyweed, the challenge starts, they all jump in the water, you know, they're swimming away, and then they see Harry, and everyone's like, oh my god, what is he doing? Is he dying? And then Neville turns out, he's like, oh, oh my gosh, I've killed Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> you can see the panic in his face. Like, you know that he really believes that Harry is a goner and it was all his fault. And that is just such a funny moment there. And then, of course, Harry jumps out of the water and Neville turns around. Ah, oh, man, that's such a good one. I think another one of his really famous ones is in the Chamber of Secrets in Gilderoy Lockhart's class when Gilderoy sets off all the Cornish Pixies and they're flying around. Uh, I think these are kind of doxies, but I don't know. All the, <laughs> they 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 look like them. They're they're all like flying around the classroom. They're doing everything. They getting all in their cages. They pick up. They then they fly Neville and they like hang him on like the you know something hanging from the ceiling. I think it's like a, like a skeleton hanging from the ceiling. Like, like oh god. And then Gilderoy says, oh, okay, well just I'll just I'll just leave you guys. Just nip them back in their cages. And he goes in his office. <laughs> And then, of course, they've got to get them all back in the cages. Hermione casts Immobilis. And then they, we just see Neville, like, hanging. He's just so sad. He's just hanging from the ceiling. He goes, why is it always me? Uh, and I felt that. I was like, Neville, I'm so sorry. It's, yeah, I'm sorry it's always you. But sometimes, you do, you know, it, we just, there's, there's got to be that one character. And he just goes, why is it always me? Like, <laughs> just see, like, the defeat in his eyes. It's just so humorous. It's such a, it's such a good moment. Uh, so that that's another one. But Neville is a very, very funny character. I'm very confident in putting him at number three. But let's move on to number two. Number two, we have a character that we all know and love, and I think it's definitely going to become as no surprise that Hagrid himself is number two. What a funny character this Hagrid is. He is just so perfect and I think really he has so many good moments but it's one that I think puts him here so well and this this is this is going to be a short one because I think it's so self-explanatory first of all Hagrid is such a good character he is just such, he's such a good person he's so kind he can really you know he uh he, he he treats the students very well and that's of course so many great traits to have but he has well it's it's one line that really puts him over the edge but it's another one that i that i love so much so what's the one that i in my, in my opinion really puts him here well it makes so much sense it is really his most famous one it's in the it's in the sorcerer's stone when he's talking to Harry, Ron, and Hermione about, you know, going on at school, about the Sorcerer's Stone. He goes, how do, how do you guys know about that? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And it's so funny when they're, when they're talking. It's like they're, they're asking, well, how do, you, how do you get by? Like We saw this huge, great, you know, three-headed dog. And then Harry was like, 
fluffy and then the kids were like yeah yeah that's him i think that that was if that's what you call him gosh i agree and then i was like yeah that's what i call him and then they're like but like but someone is gonna get by them and we're sure that it's possible and he goes no 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 all you need to do to put fluffy to sleep just play with him music he'll go right to sleep you can get all right past him and then the trio's like oh okay thanks <laughs> and then this, this, the, like the line that I love so much. Haggard just goes, "Oh, should not have said that." Like, <laughs> it's so good to see it in his eye. Like, you know, he know, like you know, he knows he messed up bad, but still, he is, <laughs> he is still, you know, such a such a good person for it. We all love him for it, but he just goes, oh, "I should not have said that." And but then he keeps going, and he goes, "Oh, I really should not have said that." It's just. <laughs> It is just too perfect. I think that that is just such a such a great way for, for for him to express the jokes written for him, and it's just great. But the moment I also love with him is also in the Sorcerer's Stone. It's really one of the first scenes we have in the entire series. It is when um, Hagrid and Harry are talking in the Leaky Cauldron, and you know Hagrid's telling Harry kind of the story of Voldemort, and Harry goes, "Oh, like." what was his name, and then uh, Hagrid goes, oh no, we, you know, I don't, I won't say his name, and, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like the whole exchange, but the one I, but the line I love, I love the most is when, was when Harry goes, oh, well, if you can't say it, can you, can you write it down, and then, like, without hesitation, Hagrid goes, no, I can't spell it, I can't spell it, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to see him just like yeah this just like one of, he's like used to it like i can't I, I just can't spell like i'm used to it like just so funny so there we have it hagrid's number two makes a lot of sense but now we are at the famous number one it might be a surprise it might not but i have good reasoning for it so let's move on number one We've made it. It's, this, this has been a long haul. This is a long episode. Thank you for for joining me for so long. If you are if you are listening to this, but number one, the funniest character in the entire story, in my opinion, is Professor McGonagall, and that is just, in my opinion, that is a that is a fact, because not only is McGonagall very funny in the books. She is also uh, very funny in the movies, but she also has so many good moments. Not only good moments, but also she is always saying something funny. And I think the reason why is because she doesn't have to be, you know, saying like a, a written joke for it to be, uh, you know, actually funny. And I think a lot of that is just perfect. I think that's why she is just such a good uh, well, first of all, Maggie Smith really pushes her over the edge, but I think it's it's definitely you know almost natural that McGonagall should be the funniest. We don't have time to discuss everything that is funny about about her, and I think it would not make sense to do that. But I think there are there are a few here that are just perfect. Uh, first of all, in the Goblet of Fire, we've got of course when they're preparing for the Yule Ball. Of course, you know, they, <laughs> McGonagall's babbling, mumbling bend of baboons is just 
perfect. Love the delivery there. And Filch, another uh, another funny character, you know, putting on that huge gramophone. That's huge. But that's it's that's a that's a funny one. Of course, we've got you know in the Deathly Hollows, we've got the oh, always wanted to use that spell. That's a that's a great one. Just to see her so excited, but. I think before that, honestly, I I like the moment when they're talking and then uh, Seamus Finnegan goes, oh, we're, we're going to blow the place up. Boom. Like, our, it, it might be Neville who says, like, boom. And then McGonagall's like, boo. Like, she's like, she's, yes, boom. And, and then I, the cherry on top for that is when she says, uh, like, all right, Seamus Finnegan, you are you seem to have quite an affinity for that. So I think you should head up that team, which is such a good callback to all the times that Seamus has blown up his cup or made an explosion or something. It's just That's just so funny. And... She has really, really good lines there, and I think it really is without question that McGonagall is absolutely the funniest character in the entire series. But that's my opinion. My opinion is not your opinion, and your opinion is certainly not someone else's opinion. So if you have anything to say about this episode, if you any thoughts, if you would like to hear anything uh, that of yours heard on the show, it would be my pleasure to do so. Make sure you send an email to thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. And of course, at thepotterdiscussion on Instagram also works. And of course, you can go ahead and sign up for the Potter Discussion newsletter, The Quill and Ink. The January issue should be coming out soon if you are listening to this in a timely fashion. But if you are not, fret not. Because whenever you are listening to this, a Quill and Ink is not more than a few weeks away. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode or the show in general, consider leaving a review. It really helps me out. It helps other listeners find the show. I appreciate it a bunch. Five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser really helps me out okay now i think that's everything i want to thank you all for joining me today this is a this this was a long one but it was a long one it was worth it i'm very pleased with this episode this is a fun one it was a funny one of course and with that i think we can leave it there so as always remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light I will see you all later. This was the Potter Discussion.